My wife and I went shopping for a new pair of shoes for my son, and I knelt down to see if they were going to fit. And I said to my wife, babe, I don't think these shoes are going to work. They're a little bit too big. And she said, no, 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 they're perfect. He has room to grow. And I thought to myself, don't we all? Hey guys, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast where we all have room to grow. And hopefully that's why you're here today and it's honestly why I showed up. So let's keep going as we trek down the um, countdown to 10 Days of Purpose. We're reverse engineering the whole entire 10 Days of Purpose experience, which will launch on December 1st through the 10th. I hope you join me. It's a live webinar, deep dive into your creative purpose and your deeper why, why while you are on planet Earth earth. And so I hope you'll join us for that. It's going to be super, super awesome, super exciting, lots of great content. Um, And I really believe that you'll leave with more creative insight, joy, strategy, and a fresh sense of clarity as we wind down 2020, which has been arguably one of the most turbulent years in our history. And uh, you'll gear up for 2021 with even more focus, which was what the day before this was. So today we approach Day five, which is the halfway point to the uh, 10 days of purpose as we reverse engineer these. And so even if you're just listening to this as a standalone podcast and you're like, I don't know what 10 days of purpose is, I think you'll get something out of it. It'll be under 10 minutes. Um, I love small bite-sized bits of content, so I think you'll dig it. And uh, so yeah, let's dive in. Meaning matters is day number five of 10 days of purpose, or if you're just joining me for this one, meaning matters. Matters. I think one of the most important things is learning what meaning means for our own lives. Uh, I'll never forget the interview I saw with uh, John Mayer years ago. And uh, somebody was interviewing him and they just said, you know, how did you feel after you got the platinum record or whatever, you know, the gold record? And, um, and I remember him just saying, you know, I thought I would feel different. And I remember waking up the next day and just realizing it, I didn't feel any different. And it was sort of this like scary feeling for him of like, I, I thought I would feel different. I thought something like I would see more colors or something like life would just change. And I would feel like I was on a different sort of stratosphere. And you realize um, maybe maybe what happened in that moment, that sort of scary feeling was that he hadn't clarified what what meaning was, what success was. He hadn't defined it. And he even said, I remember him saying, you have, you need to define how you think success will make you feel. And it's just kind of a weird thing because many of us just think about success as the ultimate feeling, like getting the trophy is the ultimate thing. But no, no, you actually need to define how you think it's going to make you feel because the worst thing is you get to the end and you get the trophy and you don't have the sort of feeling you thought you were going to have, which can leave you hopeless. And I think many people live their lives when it comes to meaning Uh, with a sense of hopelessness. And so they just do things that matter to other people and that they can get applause and affirmation for. Um, But really, it doesn't matter to them. And so then they kind of feel this low-level sense of guilt and shame around their purpose and their creativity and feeling like they didn't really live a life of, of deep meaning. I love Donald Miller. He has an amazing quote. If you don't know Donald Miller, check him out. Uh, But he says, your life should be a counterattack against something you perceive as an injustice or unfairness. Your life should be a counterattack against something you perceive as an injustice or unfairness. Is there is there something in your life that you see as an injustice or unfairness? It's a great place to find a life of meaning. Go go find a problem 
that keeps you up at night. Go find something that awakens you and that makes you feel like you want to move towards it with your skills, your passion, your energy, and your your life. Such an important, important idea. Many of you, if you've heard me talk ever, you might have heard me tell uh, that many years ago when I was young, I remember hearing this quote by Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, he had so many good quotes. I actually remember wearing a t-shirt one time. This is a totally separate quote, but you know, he was like, walk softly and carry a big stick or something like that. And then it was like, you know, whoever designed the shirt it was like a baseball bat and like a, you know, a ball. And it was like, you know, it was like, I was like eight guys. So don't judge me. I, I thought it was cool to wear an Abraham Lincoln. I honestly didn't know who, I, who Abraham Lincoln was. I thought he was probably a baseball player all my life until, you know, I got to like 32 anyway, but moving on, he has this amazing quote and he says, if I had nine hours to chop a tree, I would spend the first six hours sharpening my ax. I would spend the first six hours just sharpening this tool so I could do the work that was in front of me. You see, I think Abraham Lincoln's quote was right for his life, but I don't think it's right for our time. I think it's right. And there's still wisdom in what he's saying. Hey, you should, you should spend the time doing, uh, preparing yourself, doing the masterful work of getting ready for the thing in front of you, the work that is in front of you. You should put in the work so that you, when you go to do the real work, you're ready because you've already put in the hard work, right? I think that's good. And I think there's deep wisdom in that, but I don't think that it's as relevant as we think it is today. I think the opposite of his quote is more relevant. You see, I think many of us know exactly that we have a million different uh, tools to use. In his case, it was an axe, like this device to cut things down, to cut trees down. But in our case, we have unlimited tools. We have unlimited access to applications. We have unfettered access in, to information and things that we can make us feel like we actually know what we're doing with our lives. But in fact, I think many of us are missing what Abraham Lincoln's quote assumes he already had, which is a tree worth chopping. I think many of us are missing that thing that we want to aim our lives at to change because we're lost in a sea of possibilities. And sometimes being lost in a sea of possibilities can make you feel like you're lost in a sea of impossibility, which can make you feel like a kid in the candy store your whole life, except for you get to the end of your life and realize I tried every piece of candy and now I'm still really unhealthy. Wait, why? Well, maybe because you didn't give your life to one thing. You might be thinking, no, 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 I don't want to just have one job for the rest. I'm not talking about a job. I'm talking about a deep, meaningful life. I'm talking about you got to be a part of changing something that once you perceived as an attack against something that you perceived as an injustice or unfairness, that maybe clean water is that thing, or maybe kids in the world who don't have food or shelter, or maybe it's single moms, or maybe it's prison reform, or maybe it's so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, you have to find, you have to find, you have to find, listen to me, you have to find those things that frustrate you. And you have to offer your hands and your heart and your head to them to see them changed. Have you found a tree worth giving your life to? Have you found that tree worth giving yourself to? Have you found that thing worth chopping, worth swinging at, worth showing up for every single day to get stronger and better so that you can apply yourself 
to real, deep, meaningful impact. Have you found that yet, friend? That's what we're aiming for. So on this day five, meaning matters, we're going to go through what does it mean to aim our efforts towards meaningful work? How do we find that meaningful work? How do we develop a mission for our lives, a mission statement that can guide us through different opportunities? How do we cultivate, cultivate intentionality in the things that we're doing in our schedules and in the way we spend our time? How do we develop even more focus around those efforts? You see, a lot of us live distracted. If you heard those sirens going by, you probably caught them. I don't know if you heard them, but I could hear them very loudly. I think we live distracted by the sirens of this world, by the noise of this world, and we can't see anymore what really matters. And so when you can't see what matters, then what you'll do is you'll listen with your ears to the things that matter to other people, and you'll give your life to those things. And then you'll wake up one day and realize I gave my life to things that didn't really matter to me, which is a scary way to live life. See, friends, I don't, I don't think we lack tools. I think we lack trees worthy of our lives. I hope you'll join me for 10 Days of Purpose as we do a deep dive in helping you discover, enjoy, and sustain your purpose, living a life of meaning, focus, courage, and dare I say, strategy. I'm so excited that I get to be a part of that growth with you. And I hope you'll tune into the next podcast to learn about what day four is going to be all about. PedroLatore.com backslash 10 days of purpose. Grab a ticket, grab a friend, grab some popcorn, grab a pen. That kind of rhymed and I just made it up on the spot. I hope to see you for 10 days of purpose. Love you guys so much.